Okay, so imagine these softest sheets you've ever felt, and now imagine them getting even softer with every wash. Told you guys about this company before, but I'm gonna tell you again, and I'm honestly not gonna stop telling you because they are the best sheets on the market. In a recent customer survey, 96% said that Bowlin brand sheets get softer with every wash, which I didn't take that survey, but if I did, I would have been in the 96% because I am telling you, it's like you've tried them at first and you can't believe that they could get softer and then they just continually do. A lot of things I like about this company. First of all, they're made with the rarest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. Second of all, they're buttery soft, but also breathable. So they kind of work in any season. They have over 11,000 reviews, 30 night worry-free guarantee. So you can wash style and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. Their signature sheets come in 13 versatile colors in all sizes. So from twin up to California King, I have them in the color stone. I have the color mineral. I have a waffle blanket. Like I got a lot of things from this company and everything is just quality. I so badly need you to try them so that you can understand what I mean. I'm telling you, I've gotten these as gifts for so many people and everyone I know is hooked. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code CBC at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com, promo code is CBC. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And welcome back to another episode. Hey, Joel. Hi, Em. A lot of breakups for an episode. I knew that's how you were going to start this. I mean, it's just been nonstop. And I felt that way even before the Jason and Caitlin news. I would say what? The past three weeks, it's been very breakup heavy? Yeah, I'd say the last month or so. Do you want to explain this little <laughs> Venus retrograde thing that everybody's in our DMs talking about? Yeah, I mean, I'm by no means an expert on it, but... Basically, this Venus retrograde is from July 22nd to September 3rd. And I think probably the simplest way to describe it is just that, you know, people are really getting clear on what they need and what they want out of romantic connections, relationships. So for people that are currently in relationships, it can be almost a reflection period of, you know, is this person really satisfying my needs? Are my desires being met? Am I truly happy? And potentially what we could be seeing here is some people doing that evaluation and realizing that the answer is no. I would say by far the one I was most shocked by was Jason and Caitlin. Yeah. I mean, so for anyone unfamiliar, we're talking about Jason Tardick and Caitlin Bristow, two of the most well-known people from the bachelor world. They started dating in 2019, got engaged in 2021. And for the last, I would say minimally a week, there have definitely been some rumblings online about what's going on with them. And it's the kind of thing when there's that kind of speculation and it's still radio silent, you start to think there could be some truth to this. And it is true that they have broken up. They posted in a joint statement on Instagram, after sharing the news with family and close friends first and taking the time to properly process it ourselves, we're saddened with heavy hearts to share that we've decided to end our engagement. We're thankful for all of you who gave us the time and space to process this life-altering decision as there are many emotions and changes to navigate. Our dogs, Raman and Pino, will continue to be cared for together as brothers. While their humans are no longer romantically involved, we will love and take care of them together. Continuing our friendship is incredibly important to both of us. We feel grateful to be ending our engagement with love and respect for each other. It's heartbreaking and sad to say goodbye, but our care and admiration for one another will never die. We are beyond thankful for the memories made together and for your support of us and the boys throughout the years. Moving forward, we will always have that level of support for each other. We don't know what the future holds, so please try to hold space for us in your hearts. And she posted on her story and said, if everyone can say some sort of prayers for both of our hearts, we would love that. I just know social media can be awful, so taking a little break. And she then changed her bio on Instagram to BRB Healing. So it seems that they're both kind of taking a beat. 
it's hard when you can see a breakup where both of them are clearly distraught. Like, obviously, I think that if you're going through a breakup and the other person is as upset as you are, probably makes things a little bit easier because it's a feeling of like being less alone. But I don't know. I think as the public, when you love a couple and you see both of them heartbroken, it like hurts a little bit more that they couldn't make it work. I know. And also, I think that they were a couple that people really, really rooted for. I mean, they were obviously very much in the Bachelor world. And of course, this originated from them both being a part of Bachelor Nation. But I at least felt like in terms of the way it was received by the public, their relationship kind of transcended just the initial Bachelor fandom. And other people really were invested. I mean, think about us. Not that we were overly invested in this couple, but we definitely paid attention and we were definitely shocked to hear about their breakup. And neither of us are really at all invested in in typical Bachelor relationships. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about us who are two girls that really have no knowledge of anything that goes on within Bachelor world. But I think that's exactly it. I feel like it's possible that if you came across them as a couple in the last two years, you wouldn't necessarily make that Bachelor Association. And by the way, not that there's anything wrong with the Bachelor Association, but I think that they've paved both their individual paths and their paths together kind of separate and apart from that while still having that as the foundation. Well, we often talk about when there are couples from like a specific niche or not even couples, like pop culture stories in general, like a Bravo story, a Bachelor story, and they kind of transcend their individual categories and become a little bit more mainstream. And I would say of all the Bachelor couples, this is probably the most mainstream one. And I would say that because I think on top of people getting to know them because of the way that you know, both their podcasts have taken off and they've really entered the mainstream orbit in a way. I also think that people really like the organic nature of their story while still existing in the Bachelor world. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was a contestant on her season of The Bachelorette. He was a contestant on a different season. She was engaged to Sean Booth, November 2018. They call off their engagement. And three months after they call off their engagement, when Jason is on her podcast, that's when he asks her out. So their timeline and kind of the inception of their relationship is interesting because it's almost bachelor adjacent without being directly involved. Yeah. I also think what'll be interesting is to see if they don't get back together, which I don't rule that out by the way. Um, but if they don't get back together and they start dating other people, if you know they continue to kind of stay within that bachelor world, or if they either date people that have zero association with pop culture, Hollywood at all, or if they start dating people that are well-known in pop culture with zero bachelor association. Yeah. I mean, who knows how this is going to play out? And they even kind of alluded to that in their joint statement, just expressing an openness for whatever the future holds, which not that that's something for us to really latch onto as the public reading it. But I do think comparatively speaking to a lot of other joint breakup announcements that sometimes utilize a lot more final sounding language. This one seemed a little bit more go with the flow. We're open, we're receptive, we're keeping an open heart. You don't always see that. I mean, I think in terms of your question of, you know, down the line, who would they possibly date? And obviously this is way too soon to discuss that. It almost feels a little bit disrespectful, but just generally speaking, the question always arises of why do people in Bachelor Nation or Bravo or any of these other reality TV franchises really stay within that pool when dating? And I think what it comes down to in a lot of ways is that to want to go on a show like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, that takes a certain type of person. I don't say that negatively, but there's a certain personality type. There's a certain willingness to share in that way. And so aside from anything else, before you get into how aligned you may be in any other way, you're at least starting from a baseline of some similarities. Yeah, I think it's that. I also think that for both social and work, a lot of what you do is going to be within the same kind of circle of people. I mean, if you're a bachelor nation person, a lot of what you do both to remain relevant and to work and, you know, to, 
to exist within that world is going to involve a lot of the same people. Same with socializing. A lot of the events that you get invited to, a lot of the product launches, a lot of the openings of things all kind of involve people from that world. And so it would just make sense almost just logistically that you would then be dating people within that same world as well. Yeah. I mean, I think about that a lot, specifically when it comes to Bravo. Like I remember last year being at BravoCon during the Summer House panel and they were talking about Luke being single. And I don't remember if it was him or Lindsay, someone that brought up Ashley Darby, who's a housewife of Potomac and the audience kind of went crazy. And then a few weeks down the line, they ended up really having a fling. She ended up going to his hometown. I mean, it was short lived, but they did get together. And he's now currently with Tasha, who's obviously very well known in the Bachelor world. I mean, that that crossover is just so strong. And even last night, which I think this was much more kind of just a one-off comment and a little bit more humorous in nature, but Bryn from the new season of New York was on Watch What Happens. And she made a comment about being into Shep Rose from Southern Charm, which like, that wouldn't be the craziest thing. I'm not saying they're going to date, but it wouldn't be so crazy if through Bravo and being in that same world, like they were to hook up at BravoCon. Like that, this is the exact shit that happens. Well, I think people particularly love when that kind of thing happens, especially with, you know, Bravo people on different Bravo shows or even with Jason and Caitlin being in different seasons. It's, it's almost like, how do you guys know each other? You know what I mean? Like people love that crossover, the Bachelor to Bravo crossover, different Bravo shows. I think that people... I think that when you're watching somebody on TV and it's a reality show, you oftentimes can forget that it's not a character, even if you're very well aware of the fact that you're watching reality television. And so when you get to see these things kind of play out in real lives and they cross platforms, it's almost like, wait, it's very, that's so sweet life of Hannah Montana. It's like, how did you guys enter into each other's world? Like, how is that even possible until you remember? It's like, oh, these are real people and they're not playing a character on television. And it's not like their characters are dating. These are real people that are, you know, dating or hooking up or meeting at a party. And it feels very, it feels, um, it feels like they're very well aware of your specific interest. I never would have known when the Sweet Life Hannah Montana crossover episode first aired that it would become such a solid reference that we utilize so frequently in our daily lives. I sometimes feel like I don't know what I would do if I didn't have that term to be able to illustrate how I feel about two things crossing over. I have to be honest with you, and I'm not just saying that. I knew the second that those episodes aired that it would change our lives forever. Like it, it had such an impact on me that I was like, I actually can't imagine a time where we ever stopped talking about this. Those were really the good old days. And listen, it's not like... I can't judge it entirely accurately because it's not as though I'm currently watching Disney Channel to be able to factually say that whatever's airing now is worse, but I just know there's no way it's better. We were really in the prime of coming home after school, sitting down on that couch, your mom's still not home, and you are just having a fucking field day. No, there was nothing like it. If I had to tell you one thing that actually shocks me to this day that it still gets referenced is the Zach and Cody Danimals cruise ship win because every single time that gets brought up, every single time it's spoken about in like the relevant context of them today, like even when Dylan got married, it was like, oh, Barbara Palvin won the, the Danimals competition. It's like, how did everybody collectively remember that? I don't know, but that is the stuff that just makes me feel so connected. And that's also the stuff when people are like, oh, so I guess I've just never had a unique experience in my life. Remember Disney Channel original movies? Julie. Remember no, that little that was guy different. that would jump over? It was so different. Honestly, it's giving a little bit Nicole Kidman AMC. That same, you know, that little guy that would jump over the reels? That little guy ran so Nicole could run. A hundred percent. How have we not spoken about that before? Oh, wow. I'm so glad we just made that connection. 
Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, whiter looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists, and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop, and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes, plus it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out lumifyeyes.com to learn more. I don't know about you guys, but I am one of those people where every year on Daylight Savings, having that extra hour of light in the evening just like completely transforms my mood. I feel like I am not me when it gets dark at 4 p.m. And obviously the flip side of that is that first morning after springing forward can be rough. So I want to tell you about something that can make it so much easier, so much more enjoyable. It's called Hatch. And Hatch can help you choose sleep, prioritize healthy habits, and then also make the time change transition seamless and enjoyable. So the Hatch Restore helps you build sleep habits that make your unwind and wake routines simple and enjoyable. So a phone-free bedtime, no matter what time of year it is, which again, is really a habit I'm trying to change this year, and this has very much helped it. And then with the Hatch Plus subscription, you can access the latest routine building features like Cue to Unwind, which signals you that it's time for bed, and Pillow Talk, which is kind of like your favorite shows or socials without the screen to keep you up. For me, that's like such a wonderful feature because it helps me unwind, but not in a way that feels unnatural. It's kind of like the benefit I get from scrolling my phone without scrolling my phone. And then waking up in the morning is just so much more peaceful. Like I don't think it's good to wake up to that jarring alarm sound. So to have kind of an easy wake up, I've just really enjoyed my morning so much more. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of the Hatch Restore and free shipping at hatch.co slash CBC. Visit hatch.co slash CBC to get $20 off and free shipping. Hatch.co slash CBC. So I'm sure you've all seen the news regarding Lizzo over the last week or so. Just to give a little outline about what's transpired, on August 1st, three of Lizzo's former backup dancers, Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez, filed a lawsuit against Lizzo, her production company, and Charlene Quigley, who's the dance captain, alleging sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. And then two days later on August 3rd, Lizzo responded on Instagram saying, my work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. These sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. As an artist, I've always been passionate about what I do. I take my music and my performances seriously, because at the end of the day, I only want to put out the best art that represents me and my fans. With passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. I'm not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I'm not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be these last few days. I'm very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I'm not. There's nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. I'm hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in the world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who's reached out in support to lift me up during this difficult time. At the end there, when she references body shaming, that's in response to these backup dancers alleging that at various times, Lizzo weight shamed them and made comments about their appearances in general. 
So in response to this, Lizzo has hired Marty Singer to represent her, who, as we know, is one of the hardest hitting lawyers in Hollywood. He's worked with Johnny Depp, Jim Carrey, Charlie Sheen, Jonah Hill, Arnold Schwarzenegger, John Travolta, Kim Kardashian, Bruce Willis. I mean, this is the guy. This is also the guy that Kim was on the phone with last season during the whole St. Roblox situation when she says, you know, we're going to burn them to the ground. We have all the resources. So he definitely has the reputation of being one of the hardest hitting lawyers in in Hollywood. But yeah, I mean, the way this whole thing kind of just escalated was pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, I think this was something that people were definitely surprised by to see come out. I think that we've seen also the tone and the response vary over recent days on the internet. But, you know, this is just one that I don't, I don't think we know too much about yet. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely urge anyone who's interested in this or saw the reaction online and wanted to kind of understand better to really go through the lawsuit. We're not going to go through it here right now, but you know, you got to go through all of the incidents that were outlined. And it's just something where we will have to see how this plays out. Absolutely. But I I noticed so many people talking about it without even really knowing what was being alleged and then going through it and maybe having a little bit of a better understanding. So we can put the links to some helpful information if you're trying to learn more. When on the hunt for a new apartment, we obviously all have things that are kind of non-negotiables for us. I would say for me, top of that list is probably natural light. Just because I know myself, I know I'm more productive throughout the day. I'm honestly just happier throughout the day when I'm getting a lot of natural light. And it's important to know what you want and then really to be able to get that. You know, this is your space that you're living in. So apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools to help find a rental listing that checks all your specific unique boxes. So first of all, they have 3D virtual tours. So when you can't be there in person, you can take a tour of your possible future home, which is huge because it's one thing for someone to send you photos or to tell you about it, but really to be able to do kind of a virtual walkthrough to me is huge. Also, apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet, and they have amenity filters, so you can make sure your possible future home has all the amenities you need, whether that's in-unit washer-dryer, air conditioning, dishwasher, balcony. For me, in my next place, in-unit washer-dryer is like hands down, very, very high. So visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Okay. So one thing about me, I'm going to get my food delivered. It kind of just falls under the general umbrella of convenience, which as we know is a core principle of my life. And I've been a DoorDash user for a while now, as I'm sure many of you are, but I specifically want to talk to you about DashPass because it's kind of really the way you get the most from delivery, which as a side note, if you use code CBC24, you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for DashPass. But let's zoom in for a second on what DashPass is. Basically, it's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door. So it's helping you save money and time with every DoorDash order. And number one, $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders. So it makes it really easy to save on groceries, retail items, restaurants, all of your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. And then this is the thing that really sold me. DashPass pays for itself on average in two orders. So it makes delivery even more worth it. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for only $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less. Sign up for DashPass today only on DoorDash. Use code CBC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for DashPass. Subject to change, terms apply. Okay, so the next thing we wanted to mention, because this was very interesting in terms of the way that it played out. On Wednesday, there's a report from Life and Style saying Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet split after seven months of dating. Quote, she got dumped. And it says, over and done. A source exclusively tells Life and Style that Timothy Chalamet has ended his romance with Kylie Jenner. 
The duo split comes seven months after they first sparked relationship rumors earlier this year. Quote, she's telling people that things between them naturally fizzled out because they're both busy and traveling, but friends are whispering that Kylie got dumped. Kylie is playing it casual, but her friends know this must sting. Timothy was the first guy she really spent time with after splitting from Travis. She even introduced him to her family. Okay, so that was Wednesday morning. 8.53 a.m. Pacific time on Wednesday morning, a TMZ report is released after this, denying it, saying, Kylie and Timothy still a thing despite split rumors. And it says, Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet are still a couple despite reports claiming the two have called it quits, TMZ has learned. A report popped up Wednesday claiming Kylie had been, quote, dumped, a story we're told couldn't be further from the truth. We've spoken to multiple sources close to the couple who tell us just because Kylie and the Wonka star haven't been seen together in public doesn't mean they've split. Our sources say everything is cool between the two, they're still an item, and, quote, any reports that say otherwise are false. One source warned fans, quote, not to believe everything they read. I don't know. To me, this was so Chris Jenner coded in that, not saying there has to be a response anytime something about their relationship is mentioned, but if the headline that is going to be widely circulated is Kylie getting dumped, to me, I think that they were not down for that. I'm going to need to see these two at Sushi Park together. And enough is enough. If you're in a seven-month relationship, TMZ is releasing a rebuttal to a report that you guys broke up and you're still very much together. Travis is throwing out a Wonka diss in his song. Like, I am going to need some photographic evidence of you guys doing something together. The way that I feel about this is like, obviously it wasn't us, but doesn't it almost feel like whoever gave the quote to Life and Style about Timothy breaking up with Kylie was almost doing it to spark a paparazzi photo of like, you know what? If nothing else is going to get them out of the house, maybe this will. Because one thing Kylie's not down for is having the narrative be that she was the one that got dumped. You know what it really goes to show also is like, There are all these paparazzi pics, right? Where it's like, let's take Jeremy Allen White and his little paparazzi era right now, which by the way, I'm loving. I have nothing bad to say about it. But I think it just goes to show anytime that we see these paparazzi photos, not that they necessarily called the paparazzi themselves, but the reality of it is, is if they really want to avoid them, they can. And that is exactly what Kylie and Timothy are doing here. Like they are proving to us once and for all that if you do not want a single paparazzi photo leaked of your relationship, there will not be one. Right. I mean, that's something that we constantly talk about. Whereas if you really want to maintain the ultimate level of privacy and you have the money and the resources and the fame to be able to do it, you certainly can do it. It's kind of like a while ago when we were talking about Zayn and Selena, them going into that restaurant. It's like, no, they didn't expect that the maitre d' would be giving a direct quote, but also they knew that there was some risk associated with going there. And clearly that was a risk that they were willing to take. I just think in terms of this, looking at it from a media angle and the way the reports came out, TMZ pretty immediately after, it's like, in my belief, that was coming from the Kardashian camp from a PR angle of not that Kylie cares so much what's being said, but the one thing she is absolutely not down for is this widely run narrative that she was broken up with. I just don't think that's something she's okay with. You know what? It's like, oh my God, I have so many thoughts about this actually now that I'm really thinking about it again, (laughs) again, as if we didn't just do this last week. The Selena and Zayn thing was like, no, there weren't really paparazzi photos of them. Actually, there weren't paparazzi photos of them at all, but they were spotted at a public restaurant in the city. They were seen by fans, you know, walking outside. It's not like with Kylie and Timothy that we've gotten any spottings of them at a restaurant and it's been all avoiding of paparazzi. Like we have not gotten anything, which feels pretty unusual, especially because if you take Kylie and Timothy as individuals, neither of them shy away from being seen in public. 
you know, Timothy, when he's in the city, he's walking around, he's, you know, standing in Joe's pizza alone with his AirPod Maxes on eating pizza in the public. Like there's no shying away from being seen. Kylie, obviously, as we know, does not necessarily shy away from being seen in public. And so it's very interesting for two people who individually, yes, live somewhat private lives, obviously, Timothy more than Kylie, but Kylie compared to a lot of the rest of the people in her family lives a, a fairly private life. It's interesting that for two people that aren't overly, overly cautious of that, then apply, you know, an overabundance of caution to that applying in their relationship. I mean, it really has been nothing. I think it would be one thing if we weren't seeing any paparazzi photos of them, but we were getting, you know, a Dumas tip saw Kylie and Timothy at dinner last night, or somebody was writing and saying, I've on really good authority that Kylie and Timothy are spending a lot of time at this one specific location. All of these reports are very, very devout of any sort of detail. It's just, it's a very interesting thing to be, what, seven months into apparently and really nothing other than a breakup rumor here and a not breakup rumor here. Like, I don't know. I'm just so fascinated by like what this relationship even is. I think, assuming that it really is continuing in the way that we think it is, not to say Timothy Chalamet is not a private person because generally speaking, he is. However, in the past with relationships, We've certainly seen some content. I think this is a Kylie privacy thing, meaning, no, she's not unwilling to be photographed if she's out with friends, she's out with Stormy, she's out with the family, whatever it is. But think about it. With the exception of Travis, when was the last time we ever saw her with anyone romantically? Like, that's not a thing. Any potential fling she had when her and Travis were on again, off again, was never publicly documented. I really don't think it's Timothy. I'm not saying he wants it, but I don't think he would be overly opposed to having a dinner at like Giorgio Baldi. I think it's Kylie that up until now has really not wanted that. I don't know if it's, you know, for the sake of her kids. I don't know if it's that she's still figuring out where she lands with Travis from a co-parenting perspective, but I really think that's what it is because it's not really just her. That's kind of how the Kardashians are. Like we know for a fact, there are people that all of them have dated that we never knew about, but it's only really once they're serious with someone that we then see the paparazzi photos of them together in this most recent era of their lives. Okay. Yes. And no, like when Kylie and, and Travis were on a break or broken up, it, it makes sense to me that we didn't see Kylie with anybody. It, clearly her and Travis were very back and forth. It was never going to be anything serious enough with anybody else that she was going to then rock the boat with Travis by being seen publicly with somebody else, especially if her intention was, you know, to, to get back together with him down the road or had it in her mind that she could potentially do that based on their history. This seems like one where Kylie and Travis are now Pretty much, I think that we can say broken up. Not that they could never, ever get back together, but I think it's fair to say that like that's not happening again anytime soon. I think that it has to be a combination of both of them in terms of keeping this as private as they are. I know that we've seen Timothy with people in the past. We've seen, you know, pretty invasive paparazzi photos of him that he doesn't seem to be too bothered by. I can't imagine that this is more Kylie than him in terms of keeping it private. I just, it's, it, it, that wouldn't make sense to me. Oh, I certainly think that's what's going on here if I had to choose. But just to be clear, it's not like I think he's trying to be out on the town and she's the one that's like, no, we can't. We have to stay behind the gates. That is not at all what I think. I'm just saying, I don't think he would be entirely opposed. Like if he wanted to go to Nobu Malibu, I don't think he would be so opposed to saying, hey, you want to go? It's a nice night. We'll get some crispy rice. Whereas I think she 
up until this point has not been down for that. Again, not like he's begging for it, but I think that if she wanted to, he would say, yeah, let's go. I just think it's so hard to say based on Kylie's patterns because we just don't know them. Like she went from a very serious relationship with Tyga to a very serious relationship with Travis. And then, you know, in in between with that relationship with Travis, where the last thing she was going to do was be seen in public with somebody else when they were still figuring their shit out. Yes, of course she dated people in between. Yes, she had hookups in between. We have to assume, but there was never a period of time during her and Travis's breakup where I think that it would have been something that she wanted to do in terms of publicly dating somebody else. I mean, I I feel like any time that they were broken up, they were still publicly very friendly with each other and definitely co-parenting together. And I think that from what we heard in terms of rumors and whispers were that they were really hooking up in between as well. It was never like a clean break. And so I just, There's nothing about Kylie's history where I'm prepared to say how it then affects this relationship with Timothy, because to me, it's entirely uncharted territory. Oh, it is. I mean, this is this is all speculation. These are just educated guesses that are not based on any sort of proof. It's just like if we have this situation, we may as well hypothesize as to what's going on. And so if you're asking me to make a hypothesis, that's my hypothesis. I'm not saying it's right. Which report were you more surprised by? The report that they had broken up or the report that they hadn't broken up? I was more surprised by the breakup one, not because it would be shocking to me if they called it quits, but because it specifically said he broke up with her. That's that's not, even if that's what ended up happening, that is not how it is going to be reported. I'm sorry. It's just n- not, not in Chris Jenner's America. <laughs> no, not in Chris Jenner's America. Also, life and style isn't like the most reliable right, like, source. It's not that, like I believed it, but like I, if, if life and style had been the first reported and then a bunch of news sources came after like TMZ had then come out with the report saying like, this is true. They have broken up. Like, you know, rumors say that it wasn't Timothy that pulled it. They had just, you know, couldn't make their schedules work. I would have been like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. It just is weird that life and style was the first to report it, but it was yeah. just like, so it was so soon after that TMZ came out with that report that they were still together that, hey, you're right, like this is first gender's America, that I was almost more surprised by that because it was like, oh, they're really making a point here by saying that. Right, 1000%. But that's why I'm saying, let's say in a week from now, completely hypothetically, they break up, there's an official report, it's mutual, it's amicable, no hard feelings. And the next week, they're both seen with someone else. Like, let's take it the most extreme degree that would never happen. I still maintain that the least shocking thing in all of this is how quickly TMZ came back to refute the claim of Kylie being broken up with. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, there are two things you probably know about me. The first is that I am a diehard OG Skims fan. Like there have literally been times where we've had to pause a recording because a certain product dropped that I needed to buy. And second of all, you know, historically, I kind of just never wear a bra. So what we're talking about here is kind of merging those two things because listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm never going to be a daily bra wear. It's just not in the cars for me. Never has been, never will be. However, There's recently been more events and I've kind of had a lot of weddings and just there's sometimes you got to wear a bra. And when I tell you Skims is changing the game for me because that same comfort that I talk about with the underwear or the loungewear, they did that with the bras. And recently in the past month, I've worn the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra and the No Show Balconette bra. I had to wear that one to a wedding under a dress. And like, it was the first time in my life where number one, I wasn't miserable. And second of all, I didn't come home and just like immediately want to take it off, which I'm telling you is a foreign concept for me. 
they're just so comfortable. It's like, I really felt like I was wearing nothing. I'm, I'm such a fan of everything that they make. So I guess it makes total sense that I love the bras, but like, I'm telling you, you will have the same experience. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A through 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. Definitely do that. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Academy is a new scripted podcast that follows Ava Richards, played by Mahalala of Leave the World Behind and HBO's Industry, a brilliant scholarship student who has to quickly adapt to her newfound eat-or-be-eaten world. Ava's ambitions take hold and her small-town values break in hopes of becoming the first scholarship student to make the list. Bishop Gray's all-coveted academic top 10 curated by the headmaster himself. But after realizing she has no chance at the list on her own, she reluctantly accepts an invitation to a secret underground society that pulls the strings on campus life and academic success. If she bends to their will, she'll have everything she's ever dreamed of. But at what cost? Academy takes you into the world of a cutthroat private school where money, power, and sex collide in a game of life and death. Follow Academy on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Academy early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Not that this would be categorized as breaking news, although you would have thought it was based on the amount of DMs we got about it. These photos released on Saturday of Jeremy Allen White making out with Ashley Moore on the streets of Los Angeles were just so not what I was expecting to get, but I was loving them. I mean, listen, he's the it boy right now. And I he think is. That we were- he yeah, really he is. is. And yeah. what are the odds? What are, I, The fact that I think that, and he's what, we looked it up, it says five, seven. So even if we want to give him the benefit of the doubt of two inches, maybe five, nine on a good day. And I still feel that way. I Listen, guys, you don't want to be there when I found out that he was five, seven. That was a tough <laughs> day for you. And you know what? You sent it back, just the screenshot, not even a word. You just sent back the screenshot of the Google search. And that was like a knife to my heart. I know, but you're right. Like it, it, it almost, I think that that changes it like what? A, a very small percentage compared to what it could change it for a lot of people. Oh, I, I find him to be like deeply, deeply attractive. It's not just his looks, which I am obviously drawn to. It's, he has just an air about him. And I think it's like the, the, the rugged nature potentially with feeling like even though he's so famous, he still feels very, quote, attainable. It's a little bit of the Chris Evans thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the ruggedness plays into that like attainability almost, but it's also because, yes, of course, we watched him on Shameless for years, but if you weren't watching Shameless, it's not like you were necessarily walking around knowing who Jeremy Allen White was. Like he was a little bit more, uh, a little bit more niche, I would say. And then once the bear came out, he kind of skyrocketed into the mainstream. And now he's completely a household name. Everyone's very well aware of him. And for his divorce to kind of strike at that same time, it put all eyes on him into who he was then going to be seen with next. And not a, a street makeout means that he's necessarily dating somebody. But I think every move he makes now is a little bit under a microscope because everyone is so interested and so dying to see what's going to happen next with him. So anybody who he was seen next with would have made a huge story, whether it was a one-time hookup or a full-fledged dating. I mean, I think that we're all so like in Jeremy Allen White world right now. And so it's not surprising to me that this one street makeout paparazzi shot created the waves that it did. Well, also there had been rumors 
in the last week or so that him and his ex-wife, Addison Timlin, were potentially rekindling when they were seen hugging at their daughter's soccer game. A source then told people, they're still separated, but getting along. They love their children and all spend time together. When she filed for divorce, she was upset. Things have settled a bit. When Jeremy works, she feels emotionally drained. There's still a lot of love between them though. Which to me, I interpret that as yes, the separation has maintained itself and confirming that it has, but also a little bit of a callback to that initial time period when she filed. You know, when the source says, when she filed for divorce, she was upset. Things have settled a bit. And to me, I always go back to the Mother's Day post when she referred to herself as a single mother and then changed the caption to co-parent is not how I pictured it. But I mean, that at the time was very heavily talked about because it felt like, she was kind of cryptically voicing some anger towards him, which may have existed and may still exist. Who knows? But I felt like that source quote was kind of to say, no, they're still separated, but also they are civil. And you may not have thought so initially, but things have calmed down. Well, I mean, and and it comes from the fact that they were seen clearly getting along at their daughter's soccer game. Um, so, I mean, I think that people, anytime you see exes together, even if it's under the guise of co-parenting and they're looking particularly friendly, people kind of either assume or hold out hope, depending on, you know, how you felt about their relationship in general, that those two people are maybe getting back together. And then so for soon after that to happen, for him to be making out with somebody new, it was like, oh, no, no, this is like a very single Jeremy Allen White. It also just hits different when it's a daytime makeout. And by hit different, I don't mean it signals anything more serious. To me, it's just like a completely different photo. Yeah, I mean, it's a different vibe. Like a a nighttime drinks after dinner makeout is very different than a coffee run makeout. I mean, and again, not that it necessarily means it's a serious relationship, but it's just a different uh, willingness to be seen in that setting. What are you choosing? Like not for yourself, but if you're getting a paparazzi photo of a celebrity like a Jeremy Allen White, do you want it? walking down the streets of New York after, you know, an intimate dinner at Carbone when there's clearly been a couple of drinks, or do you want it during the day on the streets of LA? Okay. So what I would say about that is that if I'm getting it, like I'm the person looking at this photo, I'm a pop culture consumer, hypothetically. Um, (laughs) I would say that I would rather see a daytime makeout because it just feels a little bit crazier. Like that's not one that we often get. We usually get that setting of a nighttime dinner and drinks make out kind of, you know, ambushed, caught by the paparazzi. The reverse of that is like between the picture of Jeremy Allen White hiking and running with his shirt off and now this daytime coffee run paparazzi shot, it does feel a little bit posed. It does feel a little bit paparazzi called on himself vibes, whether that's the case or not. And so- Like you said, does it make it a little less attractive if he called them on himself? Yes, it changes the vibe a little bit, but it also makes little like, oh, you're doing it for us. Like, this is for me. Like, I don't know. It does. It has a different vibe. And I guess what the vibe is, is less about the setting in which they were making out in and more about the setting in which the paparazzi quote caught them in. Yeah, it does. It is such a callback to the conversation we were having two weeks ago or whenever those hiking pictures were released. And I was, that's exactly what I was saying to you of like, listen, I'm happy to get it. If we're receiving those photos, I'm, I am not going to be the one to be critical. However, the knowledge that him or his team alerted them, I can't lie and say it doesn't take away a little bit for me. But you know what it is too? It's like, now that I know that he's willing to be that public, it changes things for me. And I'll tell you how it changes things for me. I see a guy who is the it boy, who's five, seven who has no problems being public. And you know where my mind immediately goes? Attainability. 
Nope. Get that motherfucker in a room with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> also that. No. Kim dating Liv from Shameless would. <laughs> I see it. No, you don't, Julie. Yes, I do. You just want to see it. You don't see Kim dating Lip from Shameless. There is no way. Uh, why not? He's 5'7". She specifically likes short. He is the it hottest guy at the moment. And he has no problem with a little bit of like faming himself out. And once you date Pete, you've now entered a different realm of, of type of guy that you're interested in. When I tell you that would floor me, floor me. We could have sat in this room. It. We could have sat in this room for six hours, just back and forth ping pong style, naming people for Kim to date. Jeremy Allen White would never be, would never be one of mine. But here we are. So this, it's a total side note. This was, I feel very shocking. And I'm not going to lie and say that I was overly invested in this relationship, but it did still feel very shocking. Sophia Bush and her husband, Grant Hughes, have announced their divorce after 13 months of marriage. This is seven weeks after they celebrated their first wedding anniversary. A source told people, quote, Sophia and Grant were friends for 10 years and bonded during COVID through their love of community service. They continue to run their nonprofit, the Bush Hughes Foundation for Progress, together and remain good friends. Which to me, this kind of combines the COVID thing and the Venus retrograde thing. The COVID thing, not to compare it to Ariana and Dalton, because Sophia and Grant had been friends for 10 years, but obviously they got much closer during COVID. Of course, that was a time where the level of isolation could either breed loneliness or breed these very close relationships. So it's not like they were first getting to know one another then, but clearly it intensified an already existing relationship. But then the Venus retrograde of it all is like, you know, having this reflection period of like, is this really what I want? Are my needs being met in the way that I want them to be? And like having this sense of clarity. And so it's just so interesting. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is a relationship where I think, it's not like people were overly invested in them, of course. I think people have always been, pretty invested in her. We grew up with Sophia Bush, obviously from One Tree Hill and have kind of followed her career. And I think in recent years, people have become very interested in her again. But when, you know, this relationship happened and they got married, I think people, you know, were very attuned into the way that she was posting about him and, you know, really publicly adoring him. And then, you know, seven weeks ago, they celebrate their one year anniversary and she posts a very sweet, caption about him on Instagram. There seems to be no issues in their relationship. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're filing for divorce. And so I think people are always really shocked when, even if it's a couple that they're not overly invested in, that they're not paying attention to every single day, that they're not a, it, you know, a list power Hollywood couple. When you see something kind of go down in a short time period like this, especially after a public Instagram post celebrating one another, people are, people will always be surprised. Oh, totally. People were shocked by this though. Like I felt like RDMs were popping off. It's funny because I don't think that this is always the case, of course, but I think that there are certain times where you have a couple like Sophia Bush and her husband where no, they're not like this A-list power couple that everyone is overly invested in and paying attention to their every move. But it's almost the case where because they were a more quiet couple and a less public couple, you almost feel more shocked by a divorce because you're like, oh, the typical Hollywood bullshit isn't going to impact them. Like they're a quiet couple that have been friends for years and got married. And, you know, this is just one where it almost felt normal. And I think that you expect maybe a little bit more longevity out of normal quote unquote couples than, you know, these major celebrity couples. And so, you know, if you see a, a A-list power celebrity couple that 
kind of had this whirlwind romance. Not that that's what happened with Sophia Bush, but if they break up after just about a year together and they were seen posting together a couple of weeks prior on Instagram, it's not overly shocking to you that they're kind of doing certain things for public perception. But when you have a couple like this, where it seems more closely aligned to couples in your own life, I think in terms of normalcy and, and low keyness, I think that you're actually a little bit more surprised when, when they break up. Right. And also they're very much aligned in terms of the activism space. Like I said, they run this nonprofit together from what it appears they will continue to run that together, which is always a little bit of a tricky space, but I guess because they've been friends for years before, maybe it's a little bit less. I don't know. I'm not going to say I was shocked because I had him so invested, but I was very surprised. And it's, this could be just the beginning. It's only August 7th. We got till September 3rd. So Well, I think a really funny effect of this like Venus retrograde thing or like all of the celebrity breakups kind of happening at once is that it also has the effect of like, if people weren't overly invested in your relationship, they now are because it's now part of a pattern where like you take Rami Malek and Lucy Boynton, for example, like they broke up after many years together. I don't think anybody was overly invested in that relationship because they were so extremely private. And I think what you knew the most of them was that they had met on the set of Bohemian Rhapsody and they started in that movie together. But when they broke up, I think that people were a little bit more invested in their breakup because it followed this, this similar suit of all of these other celebrities breaking up. So if you, you now break up in this time period, you kind of get a little bit more attention on your breakup than you maybe would have if it was another time because people are now overly invested in all of these celebrity couples breaking up. Well, I saw an astrologer that I follow describe this as like a make or break time for people in relationships, which you're right. It's kind of this totally unnecessary pressure that is quite literally being put on famous people by the stars. Like all of a sudden, as if you didn't have enough attention and public interest in what's going on in your love life, you now have this astrological event that is making people even more focused. Like if I'm someone who is not at all a believer, I'm like, no fucking way. Well, you know what I'm curious about? Because we've really only seen this from a Hollywood example. I don't think you and I have people in our own lives where we've noticed a particular pattern in breakups, but I wonder if there are other people who are noticing that within you know, their own lives separate and apart from anything that's going on in Hollywood. Yeah. It's also though, keep in mind, it's not just you know people that are in relationships potentially reevaluating or getting really clear in what they want. It's also if you are actively looking for something, not that it's maybe the time to start, but you could potentially have a perspective shift just in doing this reflection on really what you want out of a partner. It's kind of like, I mean, it's always, I guess, a a good use of time to get super clear with what you want, who you are, what you bring to the table and really like, forget about, does this person like me? Do I like this person? Do they have qualities that I want my person to possess? Which I think is a helpful reminder for anyone, Venus retrograde or no Venus retrograde. Oh, totally. Yeah. Anyway, is there anything else that you would like to mention? No, I think that's it. I'm so curious to see what breakups we come on next week and talk about. I will also tell you guys that for the Kardashian recap episode this week, it's the final two of Courtney and Kim Take New York, where Kim basically decides that, you know, she's had it with Chris. And I cannot wait to recap that because what a trip that was to watch. I am so excited. Okay. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting us do this. And we'll see you later this week for Bravo and Kardashians. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up, but specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, 
I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract, and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.